0: USA News, I'm John Schaefer. Former Vice President Mike Pence is urging the world to continue providing military support for Ukraine. We must continue to stand with the people of Ukraine
1: against the violence and aggression of the Russian military. We must continue to stand together.
0: Speaking at the University of Texas, Pence said the U.S. must accelerate the pace of military and humanitarian aid to Ukraine. President Biden says he will not be sending F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine right now. Ukrainian President Zelensky had asked for the jets, but President Biden told ABC News.
1: He needs tanks. He needs artillery. He needs air defense, including another high There's things he needs now that we're sending him to put him in a position to be able to make gains this spring and this summer going into the fall.
0: Biden added he doesn't need the F-16s right now. The United States has provided billions of dollars in military aid to Ukraine since the Russian invasion began a year ago. There is a blizzard warning still in effect today for Southern California. Heavy snow and gusty winds can be expected in the Ventura and Los Angeles County Mountains. Up to a foot of snow could fall at elevations as low as 2,000 feet. There has been another earthquake in Turkey, this one a 5.5 magnitude quake, hit today in the central part of that country at a depth of six miles. Earthquakes in Turkey this month have caused enormous damage and left tens of thousands dead. It's going to be a while before we know exactly what caused a train to derail in East Palestine, Ohio. The National Transportation Safety Board says their final report on the crash could take 12 to 18 months to complete. NTSB Chair Jennifer Homendy does say this accident was 100% preventable. Evidence so far points to a bearing on one of the cars overheating and failing. And the Mega Millions jackpot will continue to grow. No one matched all six numbers in last night's drawing. That means Tuesday's jackpot will be worth $145 million dollars. The odds
2: of matching all six numbers, one in nearly 303 million. This is USA News. Attention, small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You may be eligible to receive up to $26,000 per employee through the employee retention credit. (laughs) Call Omega Accounting Solutions to see if your business is eligible to recover payroll tax pay during the pandemic. All it takes is a quick, easy, free, 10-minute consultation to determine your qualifications. Call Omega Accounting Solutions at 800-309-ERC. Omega's knowledgeable staff will streamline the process of filing complicated paperwork. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. CPAs even turn to Omega for ERC guidance. Take advantage of this exclusive small business tax credit before it's too late. The three-year sunset deadline is setting soon. So find out if you qualify today. Call 800-309-ERC. That's 800-309-ERC. Or visit omegataxcredits.com. Several news outlets are calling on House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to provide access
0: to the thousands of hours of Capitol security footage from the January 6th riots. Fox News anchor Tucker Carlson was given thousands of hours of the footage, leading to the other media organizations asking as well. NBC News, MSNBC, The New York Times and The Washington Post are among those requesting access to the videos. A lawyer for the media outlets said in a statement there was no basis for further delay in making the material public. Prince Harry is going to sit down and talk about his book, Spare, again. On March 4th, Harry will appear in a live streaming event with Dr. Gabor Matei. Matei has written, "...The Myth of Normal, Trauma, Illness, and Healing in a Toxic Culture." Tickets for the live stream event are $100 a piece. People who buy tickets can also submit questions. Remember Elvis Francois, the sailor who spent weeks lost at sea and survived mostly on ketchup.
3: Now Hines wants to find him to buy him a new boat, complete with the latest navigational technology. Hines has contacted the government of Dominica, where he's from, as well as the Colombian Navy, who rescued him. They still can't find him. Now they're asking the public for help to find him using the hashtag find the ketchup boat guy. I'm Corey Myers. And the Consumer Product
0: Safety Commission is recalling more than a million candles sold at Walmart. The candles are mainstay's three-wicked candles with fall and Halloween scents. I'm John Schaefer, USA News.
5: Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines, plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With extra money, you'll save. You can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet.
6: 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. That's 800-871-3291.
7: Welcome back to Hour 3, or welcome to Hour 3, if you're just tuning in to Radio Law Talk. I'm Todd Kunin, filling in for Fred Penny. He's on assignment. Fred, if you're listening to you, Big Guy, it's just, love you folks, but when Fred's here, just, I don't know, the dynamic. Okay, I'll admit it. I have more of an ally with my sense of humor <laughs> when, when Fred is here, and, and, and it actually helps deflect the... Uh, Helps protect me from the the icy stares from Denise at my sense of humor.
1: All right, we get it. He buys you McDonald's. Okay. Okay. Moving yeah, on. yeah, yeah.
7: That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we've had fun, and, and Denise has even joined in and thrown in a couple of uh, ice stare worthy puns herself. How are you, Denise? I'm doing well. Good. I'm doing really well. Cal, you surviving?
1: Oh, yeah. Life is as good as it can possibly be. Look outside. It's windy. It's rainy. It's blustery. It's why I left Idaho. Anyway,
7: back to you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, it's beautiful California weather. Yeah, Imagine right. what you think of when you think of California weather, not snow, and then the exact opposite, and that's what we're looking at outside the right. day.
8: That's yeah, cool. it snowed here. Yeah. But it didn't stay yep. six here inch, in the valley. Six
1: inches at my house.
8: Oh, you have oh, that. We, it we, we, got,
1: yeah, we, oh. we got a lot of snow for us. All right. Wow. wow. Wow, Cal. I- we get you know if we don't get at least one snowstorm a year in the great north end of the Sacramento Valley, we feel cheated. Well, no cheating this year. We got a good one. That's right. <laughs>
7: yeah. um, so we, we've had a couple of cases or no cases. We've talked about Murdoch case. We've talked about. Uh, I keep wanting to say Katie, Elizabeth Holmes and Harvey Weinstein. You know, Fred's gonna, Fred is going to be upset that he missed out on yet another Harvey Weinstein update. It, it would only be the trifecta if we ended up talking about Johnny Depp somehow, and Fred would be like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't talk about Depp when I'm not here. That's my stuff. Yeah. Well, good luck. We, uh, good news. We don't have any Johnny Depp updates today. Yay. Uh, I mean, sorry, bummer. Yes, but <laughs> we, we do have – look – I don't know what your thoughts are on the death penalty, but we have an interesting case from the Supreme Court that originated out of the state of Arizona Hmm. that's a ruling on that death penalty case. We have a a case that we're going to talk about out of the state of Texas where a bartender is charged essentially because of something that a patron did after they left the bar – we have an update on a story that we had covered uh, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, uh, relating to Malcolm X. And uh, so we've got all those. Plus, we've got Case or No Case. And Cal, why don't we just go ahead and, and all right. get her going? It's you it's for to play
1: Case or No Case. Oh, yeah. And now, Case or No Case goes Hollywood again, Todd and Denise and... Was a famous actress named uh, she wanted to go home again and did. So she gathered up nineteen million dollars, got some investors together from a pension fund, and about six hundred thousand dollars of her own to buy a community in Georgia called Braselton. It was all told about two thousand acres, and Anne thought a tourism hotspot this could be, she thought to herself, aside from believing it was a good investment and intended to boost the profile of her former hometown. Throughout its history, it had dealt with hard times, and she said, maybe I can fix that. So, undeterred, she believed she could inject the town with some life, hosting film festivals and, you know, all that kind of hollywood events. It was a noble goal. After all, how many Hollywood celebrities actually want to bring business and opportunities to rural parts of this country, especially places from whence they came? Many think about it. Very few do. Anne lost money on the town. According to various news reports, some residents of Brazelton weren't thrilled that the star bought their town. Still, when Ann put her boots on the ground in 1991, two, hours after purchasing, two years after purchasing Brazelton, she said it just got worse and worse and worse. And the pension fund she borrowed the money from was AT&T, and they lost $19 million. They got very upset. Anne lost money. They lost money. They decided to sue Ann and force her to sell her share Or make it right, one or the other. And so the question is, if you identify and you get an extra point. And the other question is, could AT and T sue someone because of a bad investment that didn't go out work out in their favor? Todd Cunin, case or no case? First off, who is it? You can do that later. Secondly, case or no case?
7: I'll have to think about who it is. Okay. But uh, just based upon the name, I. Thinking and and you said it was let's see 91 was two years after so it'd been 89 when yep. she purchased it and I'm starting to think here uh, okay I got somebody in mind but uh, I'll mention that later can 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 an investor sue somebody when the investment goes bad didn't we just talk about Elizabeth Holmes?
1: Well, remember, Isn't, this was this was back in the late 80s, early 90s when it wasn't something everybody did all of the time.
7: Well, that's, that's true, but still you have uh, representation. I guess the question here, fraud is always fraud, right? Exactly. And so if the representations that you're making include promises that you could not deliver, promises that you knew or reasonably should have known that you could not deliver on – all right, and, and this kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I, I could see I could see why she would face some sort of liability. However, on the flip side, you know <laughs> It always amazes me when Hollywood actors become spokespersons for political parties or for other things, and it's like really the only authority that you have is you know how to act on film, and a lot of people know you. Show me your show me your background that you're really into this, and some are able to, but some make endorsements. I mean, look at all the people that are uh, taking it from EFX or whatever that. Uh, the uh, yeah the Bitcoin no the cryptocurrency exchange that went bad because had all these celebrities were endorsing it. What do they know about investments? They hire people to do that, right? So, uh, I would think that AT and T with their pension fund should know. Look, we we can't just buy what an actor says, lock, stock, and barrel. Show me your show me your acumen and your history with successfully revitalizing a town with funds and able to do this kind Plus, of stuff. Plus,
1: they came rushing to her with the cash. Oh, please, can we be a part of this? Yeah. Please, 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 right? So, right? so go.
7: to answer your question, can they? Yes, if they can show fraud, but um, did they? I think that what ended up happening was Anne ended up having to file for bankruptcy, and they stood in line as to to get some sort of money back from her because of her guarantees or whatever she might have made. And so, yes, there was a lawsuit. Um, I'm going to say that they were able to recoup some funds but not the total amount that they put up. And... I will hold off on saying who the Ann is that I think, but I I do have an Ann in mind as to who I think that is. So, yes, it's a case, and yes, the ATT fund is able to recoup some
1: okay. money. Okay. Denise, what do you think about the matter of Ann and Brazelton, Georgia?
8: Well, Brazelton is no Branson, right?
1: No, uh, it's not now.
8: Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, the idea was okay, but she's also not Elvis Presley. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you have to have that idea, and maybe she graduated from mm-hmm. an actress or um, uh, to something else, or from something else to a great actress. We don't know, but this is not a case. I'm going to say that right off the bat, and I know. I think I know who the end is. I'm not positive, but I have a good idea.
1: All right. So what we'll do, since you've you've all made your point on the case. Let's find out whom you believe the actor or actress is that did this Brazeltown, Georgia. Whom do you think, Denise?
8: I think Anne Bancroft.
1: Okay. Todd Cunham, what do you think? Whom do you think?
7: I think Anne Margaret.
1: Anne Margaret. Anne Bancroft. Anne Margaret. Now, that's good. Both of you gave really good answers. So when we come back, we'll give you the bottom line on our case or no case for this hour on radio law Talk. what do you think that's the thing email us or call us if you want to and it'll be fun remember no wager we'll be back radio Lotta. you turn on radio law Talk. radio law Talk. Commercials under the announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
5: If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter. If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra high quality, ultra reliable hearing aids. Priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45 day money back guarantee. Order right now, and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now.
6: 800-254-1639. 800-254-1639. 800-254-1639. That's 800-254-1639. so do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket then switch your car insurance and now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch and in five minutes, yes just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427.
4: Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473.
7: Is this real life? Oh, that's dumb.
1: This is Radio Law Talk. And now, back to the show.
7: All right, when we went to the break, Cal had Cal had once again risked his eternal soul. Is he lying? Is he not? He gave us the scenario of the of the actor named Anne who left Hollywood and bought or er, convinced. AT&T, an AT&T pension fund, to invest what, 19 million, $19 in this, mil, yep. in this project in what, Braselton, Georgia. Yes, sir. Uh, to revitalize everything, and well, it seemed to have gone belly up. It didn't turn out the way that Anne wanted it to. And the question was, can the pension fund sue to get back all or some of the money? Was this a case or no case? And the bonus question: Who was the Anne? I said Anne Margaret. Denise, you said Anne Bancroft, right?
8: Yeah, I I thought it was going to be her for sure. But. And and I
7: said it was a case, and the pension fund was able to get something back, and Denise, you said no case, right? No case. Where are we at, Cal?
1: Well, I would be delighted to provide you with some, uh, some semi-factual information on this, if you will.
7: It's well, that, good that we get semi-factual information yes, in yes. this show that is only semi informative And, and semi-entertaining. And okay. semi-entertaining. <laughs> Here we go.
1: Kimberly Ann Basinger mm-hmm. lost her proverbial shirt, and Tech, the company, you know, the retirement fund, lost $20 million on her Brazilton investment. Kim had to sell her shares soon after AmeriTech did the same as the front woman she left the project. The next purchasers bought the town, turned it around. They say the town's doing just fine. There was a case, Basinger lost, AT&T lost, I guess they won, they forced her to sell and liquidate the company, and that was, if you want to consider that a victory, so So AT&T wins. So so
7: they got back some, but not all of their money.
1: Exactly, a little bit. So that's the case. Kimber, remember, I'm not above using little names or other obfuscations, and in this case it was Kimberly Ann Basinger. Kimberly Ann So
8: you can blame Todd for not getting your points there.
1: I know well, that's okay. I'm used I'm used to it. I have a higher
7: standard, and that's that's just fine with me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie when uh, when Batman, the first Batman movie came out with Michael Keaton. yeah and uh, Kim Basinger played Vicki Vale in that. yes huge crush. Oh, I'm telling huge you. Huge crush on Kim Basinger. It was like...
1: See her on the screen and it was a call to the post, man. Hello, hey!
8: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, I'm You're just talking saying, about the flag post, yeah, I'm assuming?
1: And she looked great. That's oh, all I'm brother, that here we awesome.
7: go. Here we go. You know, you know, Cal's already referred to the... Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that there's some, some slips going on here. He referred to this as somebody who you know, lost her shirt. Yes. And, uh, you know... <laughs> Well, but, but not in
1: that movie, so everything was good, uh, at least that I know of. So that's uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for this magic week. This is Case or No Case. Next week, a Canadian Marilyn Manson concert attendee gets into some drunk driving problems, and guess what, Todd? Whom does she blame? Herself? Hmm. Next week?
7: Why would anybody blame themselves? I know, I I know. uh, That's
1: (laughs) next week on Case or No Case.
7: Okay, well, 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 well. uh, Where are we going to go, Denise? How about about a a recap? A recap on a story that we uh, covered over a year ago. And uh, it stems from... A judicial decision that was made in a decision that was made in November of 2021, and it relates to the individuals that were charged and convicted and incarcerated. One of whom died in custody after several years, uh, convicted of participating in the assassination killing of Malcolm X, the civil rights um, advocate from the 60s, and. Two of the individuals that were exonerated, there, there were two guys, one was named Muhammad Aziz, the other Khalil Khalil Islam, and they both had alibis. For the day of the of the killing of Malcolm X, there was no physical evidence that linked them to the crime, and yet they were convicted anyway and served time. and in 2021, after a review that was instituted by the uh, New York DA's office and I believe other institutions, they proved that there was, Allegations that evidence was concealed, and the long and short of it is that the um, the estate of one was awarded uh, ten million dollars, and twenty six million was awarded to the other surviving individual who was uh, still surviving individual still alive. There's a redundancy for you, and 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 so that's what happened. Why are we talking about it today? Well. Given this uncertainty about an an exoneration of these two individuals, that the third person's conviction remained, but who was the actual shooter. But given that, the investigation uncovered allegations of concealed evidence and and allegations of conspiracy and all of that by uh, law enforcement officials and, and law enforcement agencies and the heirs of Malcolm X now have indicated they are filing a lawsuit against those agencies that are alleged to have uh, withheld or concealed evidence. Now, look, this happened in 1965. And so, Denise, the first issue you raised with that, first question was what? Starts with an S, rhymes with attitude of limitations.
8: (laughs) (laughs) You mean the legal question that I I raised. Yeah, how can, 58 years later, how can this family sue... Um, for these alleged um, civil rights abuses, I mean, hasn't the statute of limitations run?
7: I, I listen. I think that that is any lawsuit that filed that is filed that is going to have to be the hurdle that is overcome. But I think that I think the plaintiffs will be able to rely on this: a perpetrator of a wrongdoing should not be able to benefit from that wrongdoing if they actively concealed it to with. to to keep the harmed party from even discovering that the action has occurred. And so because of that, I think that there will probably be some decision of a tolling of statute of limitations.
8: Right. So Excuse sometimes me. discovery, like late discovery of evidence or late discovery, and the, in this case, the allegations are concealed evidence. Yes. Late discovery can lead to a tolling of the statute of limitations. That's kind of the easy answer, right?
7: And I think that is what the hurdle is going to be, and I think that's what's going to help them overcome the hurdle. But we'll follow this and see how this progresses as the days and months go on. We're headed to the home stretch here, last half hour of. Radio Law Talk, don't go away. we got more to talk about. We'll be back after this.
1: Thank you, Todd. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned as the program continues right after this. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Attention. If you owe
9: back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls... Calls it it Enforce Compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, so call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief
5: shop.
9: Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151. 800 800-676- <laughs> 676
3: USA News update. The effects of a huge winter storm is still being felt across the USA. It is bringing snow to parts of Southern California for the first time in years. The first blizzard warning ever issued by San Diego's Office of the National Weather Service, is in effect through today. The mountains of Los Angeles and Ventura counties are under blizzard warnings for the first time in over 30 years. This comes after a flash flood warning expired this morning following relentless rains. Drivers tell KTLA they were stuck and had to abandon their vehicles in the rising waters. We're just driving and the car stopped. On the other side of the country, over a half million homes and businesses in Michigan are still in the dark and state officials are warning the power may not come back on until tomorrow. Turkey is dealing with yet another earthquake, a magnitude 5.5 quake struck today in central Turkey. The country has already seen a ton of damage and thousands of deaths from a recent earthquake. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA
5: News. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call because the best prices are not online. They're with smart fares. See, smart fares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use smart fares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you You'll save. You can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet.
6: 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. 800-871-3291. That's 800-871-3291.
5: Attention timeshare owners. Tired of the financial stress? Were you misled by the salesperson? Don't or can't use your timeshare anymore? If any of these apply to you, then you may qualify for timeshare cancellation and get the relief you need now. Timeshare Defense Attorneys is the number one affordable fixed-fee legal solution in the country with an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. That's certainly better than my grades. They even offer a 100% client satisfaction guarantee. Let one of their experienced lawyers evaluate your case and explain the process. If they take you as a client, they'll work on your case until it's resolved in your favor, guaranteed. Expect great service and a close working relationship with your lawyer, keeping you informed every step of the way. Protecting your rights, interests, and even your credit. It's that simple. Even a kid like me could understand it. The consultation is free. Call today.
6: 800-875-1853. 800-875-1853. That's 800-875-1853.
7: If you pay my fee, I'll take your case.
2: Are, are you serious? serious?
1: Time to get back to Radio Law Talk
7: on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station. We are back. I'm going to, Todd Kunin filling in for Fred Penny, Denise Dirks, Cal Hunter, the, the, the three amigos, the three musketeers i say that and i'm going to get a cease and desist from the three musketeers for the blind mice (laughs) three blind mice there we go Uh, so let me lay out a scenario for you okay let's say a a person a, a person is tending bar okay tending bar and a patron comes in and they serve the patron one drink two drinks three drinks and the person and i'm going to leave it at that I'll give more information as we go on, but I'm just gonna let's say they serve them four drinks, and then that person leaves the bar. The patron gets into an accident and kills somebody. Now we know that, and, and let's say that they're able to prove that the patron who left had a blood alcohol level that exceeded a .08, all right, over the legal limit in all states. I think once state, Utah, I think it's an 05. but definitely over the eight at uh, over the legal limit at .08. So we know that the person that drove the car would be subject to criminal prosecution, liability, and conviction for the driving under the influence causing injury and or death, DUI homicide, if somebody died. What liability should the bartender face, if any, for serving the drinks to the person that got behind the wheel of the vehicle and ultimately killed somebody? What do you think?
8: Well, this is dram shop. We learned about this in law school, although a lot of states don't have dram shop. That's where there's liability for the bartender over serving um, a patron, and then the patron goes out and harms somebody. Um, In Texas, apparently, there is a dram shop law that still exists. And what do I think about it? I think it's going to be a hard proof. Even though in Texas, this is only a misdemeanor offense, punishable by up to one year in jail— or a fine, or both, um, it's an important one, you know, being a bartender, if it comes with that type of liability, um, it doesn't really seem fair, because some people could be demonstratively drunk on one drink, and some people could be not even showing signs of drunk after four or five drinks
1: i mean as todd can tell you having done drunk driving cases there are hardcore alcoholics who've got bas of you know 1.82 somewhere up there they're functioning fairly normally I, so how can a bartender tell
7: i have been in they, they you know when they teach the officers how to do the field sobriety tests the hg uh, horizontal gaze nystagmus the one leg stand the walk the line all those when they do that um the way they'll do it is there'll be a period of classroom instruction for the officers and while the officers are being instructed as to what the tests are in another room there's a group of volunteers that are supervised but having their blood alcohol level raised giving them drinks with periodic tests so they know And, and those folks by the by the time the officers are ready to come in and do the testing they'll have one person or one person that's well below an 08 like an 04 well within the legal limit and then they'll have some people that are somewhere between a 0.08 and a 0.10 they don't, they don't really like to raise them above a 0.10 and then the officers get to test to find the physical clues and symptoms they do that and i i have never participated in it as a drinker but when i was a DA i was responsible for rounding up volunteers and it was a bunch of friends of mine and i sh- saw them go in one guy, 6'4", 240 pounds. He his blood alcohol level got up to an 0.4, half the legal limit. No way that dude should be driving. None whatsoever. And that was after two drinks. I mean, he, he was louder. He thought he was funnier than he really was. And then there was another friend of mine. She was, like, maybe five six, 110 pounds, just, you know, not that big. She was up at a point one zero. You would not have thought – the officers thought she was good to drive. As a result, now these were training officers, but she didn't present any of the symptoms. So how do you know, Cal? That's a that's a.
8: I think yeah, that's I, a I, really good it's point. It's so
1: subjective, isn't it? I mean, the b- blood alcohol is objective, but your view of someone's symptoms is very subjective. It seems. To
8: I me. think that's true. It is. And uh, the only proof so far that they have in this particular case is they have this uh, video, a security video from the the bar. It was called Fuzzies. And that kind of indicates something in and of itself. <laughs> it was next to navels, <laughs> uh,
7: but but you, you before we go there, you, you mentioned this case, and I haven't haven't talked about what happened. Oh, right. So so right. we so we do have. I gave the scenario: should the bartender be liable if there was four drinks? Well, he, here's what we're looking at in this scenario here, because. Um, what if it's more drinks? What if it is five drinks, six drinks, eight drinks? I don't know that the number of drinks matters so much, but what does matter is if the bartender can look at somebody who is clearly displaying intoxication, right? And and we've all seen that somebody stumbling over, uh, and, and it really doesn't matter, I guess. To a certain extent, what their blood alcohol level actually is, what matters is how do they look. I mean, if they look like they're clearly inebriated, and you keep serving them drinks, they could, uh, you could be in some sort of liability. And the case we're talking about is out of Texas, and in this case here, guy goes into a. It sounds like a joke. Guy guy walks into a bar, and. Um, and it's in the morning, and between the hours of 10.30 a.m. and like 1.30 p.m., he has served eight uh, eight drinks, both of wh- each of which includes a double shot of vodka. So from an alcohol standpoint, it's the alcohol equivalent of being served 16 shots of vodka. And toward the end, there, uh, Denise, and, and he uh, left, got into an accident, and killed an off-duty police well, officer who was part yeah. of the family. But in this case, you were talking about some evidence that we have, and what is the evidence that we have that shows inebriation?
8: Well, he got up, he went out the back door, where is an area of where only employees are supposed to be, started to walk around the. Uh, it was a restaurant bar too. Yeah and walk around that restaurant bar, and the um, bartender saw him and, and waved him back in. He had a drink already sitting at the bar, and he went back to his seat at the bar. And then later he goes out through the front door and gets in his car, and he leaves his drink on the bar, by the way. Yes. And um, and that doesn't seem to be even disputed. And then when... Um, uh, the bartender um, helped him to his feet. He stumbled onto the stool, and then um, she, the bartender, then leaves probably to go, you know, behind the bar to get something for the bar or whatever. And when she returns, he's gone. Yes. So that's that's kind of the factual background and the evidence so far.
7: How could he have stopped the guy? That's the real question.
8: Well, so, so that that that's an interesting
7: that's a, question, Cal. Thank you. Because. Everything that I have seen on this case, I saw a law enforcement officer interviewed about this, and he says, you know, the video says it all. He was clearly inebriated. He went and got behind the wheel of the car, and he left and stuff. Well, that's not what the law requires. The law does not require the bartender to stop somebody who's drunk from going out of the bar. The law requires the bartender to stop serving drinks when they notice that somebody is so intoxicated that if they left, they'd pose a danger. And what the video does not show, while it shows the guy getting more and more drunk, and I'll comment on that in a second, showing those signs and symptoms more and more, it does not show her continuing to serve him after that obvious evidence of intoxication is demonstrated in the video. And so so the question here is while he had eight drinks, it was the equivalent of 16, you know, your body – doesn't absorb and that alcohol all at once when you consume alcohol your your intoxication level will continue to rise as your body absor- Law enforcement seems to be of the opinion that she should have kept him from leaving and that's not the issue. The issue is when should she have stopped serving him drinks and once she saw that she was he was inebriated, she did stop.
8: Yes, mm. I think that she's within the realm. It's gonna of be a tough compliance yeah. to be yeah. candid. Um, and we don't know if she was the same bartender that served in the drinks earlier, too. I,
7: I think she was. I
8: think presumptively. Yeah,
7: I mean, it was, the, it was the morning shift. You don't have too many people coming in. They don't need multiple bartenders. But I I, I don't know that anybody else was charged. But yeah, we'll, but you we'll, go to Taco yeah. Bell
8: in the morning, too. And well, this was that, the taco joint.
7: Hey. Um.
8: <laughs> you know, he overdoes the
1: tacos. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk right after this. Hold on.
3: How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. call rate genius now
6: 800-352-3308 800-352-3308 800-352-3308 that's 800-352-3308 not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings actual offer terms including
9: APR are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle loan term and other factors <laughs>
5: You're a whiner. You are a loser.
2: This is Radio
7: Law Talk.
2: Well, you
7: know, here's a here's a question that's I think this question's gonna plague internet related cases for as long as there's an internet. If you if an internet if, if a provider provides a service you know for they're They're not saying what should or shouldn't be said, but they are providing the means by which something is said. Should they be held liable for the content of what is said? If, look, we didn't have it. We, I just gave them the megaphone. I, didn't, I wasn't the one that actually did the talking kind of issue here. That's kind of what the Supreme Court is grappling with in this YouTube case, right, Denise?
8: Yeah, and YouTube and a Twitter case. They're yeah. very similar. One happened in Turkey and one happened in Paris, France. And basically... Um, If the question comes down to um, Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act, that act or that section protects uh, Internet providers, protects social media providers, anything, any kind of a platform where other people post content on that platform. And it protects the providers themselves from the liability unless they knowingly and provide substantial assistance to the criminal actor, if you will. So these two cases um, really arise out of, uh, one is ISIS related, and one is another um, uh, terrorist group related. And these groups had utilized YouTube, to try to grow its background or try to grow its membership or to try to convey language or information to its members. Um, or they also use Twitter to try to convey different types of acts they want people to take, you know, that type of stuff. So the question in these cases is, what is the liability for the provider and what does knowingly provide Assistance and what is substantial assistance. So these are definitions that the law says liability can be established for when any person who aids and abets by knowingly providing substantial assistance or who conspires with the person who committed such an act of international terrorism. So it's a play between the Communication Decency Act and the criminal actions under our terrorism. Um, acts
1: that, that's a tough one
8: isn't it it's very tough
7: it, it's it, it is very difficult because it's like denise and i were talking on the break and it kind of the whole thing 230 kind of reminded me of that disclaimer that you'll get before the infomercial that's played at two o'clock in the morning on your local station which or, says or
1: like we are at the front of our breaks well it's the same thing yeah right? well the just
7: yeah. disc- <laughs> the, the disclaimer from the station that says the views of the views espoused in this uh, program are not necessarily those shared by the owner or operator of the station, blah, blah, you know, and then you go on, but, but here's the thing. It's easy for the owner to monitor that because there's only so many, you only have 24 programming hours per day for that one station. It's pretty easy to see that Twitter and YouTube. Here's a stat for you. 500 hours of video content. That is the total number of hours on average that is uploaded to YouTube every minute Yikes. worldwide. Wow. How 500 hours of, of video content uploaded every minute. And so so if you develop an algorithm to police that, what's everybody going to say when they're censorship, innocuous?
1: Censorship. censorship seemingly censorship.
7: innocuous video yeah. gets pulled into that dragnet. No, oh, you're censoring me. We can't do that. Right. That's a tough one to grapple with. Yep.
8: A private company, so it's not all that difficult. But a thousand videos, out of a thousand videos, YouTube only posts one. Mm-hmm. That's the odds. But that's not really the biggest problem here. The biggest problem here is the algorithms that push content to people that are utilizing the service. That's where I think the bigger liability becomes, because if you are a person that potentially shows that they have aggressive acts, or they could be, you know, part of ISIS, or they could, or they're looking at that type of conduct, and it's getting pushed to them by the the provider itself, that's where I think the liability is stronger.
7: It it, it reminds me of like this scenario. Let's say a person is is addicted to a pain medication right they're addicted to a pain medication and they're doing their best to get off of it but the the person that used to sell it to them that would be the algorithm is saying oh i know this person used to like this so i'm just going to start sending them all this pain medication so they can keep taking it all the time and and i guess the argument would be that the algorithm sort of feeds the content addiction if you will like let's say somebody in a moment of weakness is entering in Search terms or keywords that are similar to those that are in terrorist activities. Well, the algorithm says, "Oh, this person must like that," right. so they're doing that. The same thing is what's getting some in hot water with these cases out of the Pacific Northwest, where they're arguing that the algorithm is pushing to kids yes, um, uh, videos suicidal suicidal conduct. content yeah. right. because right. somebody Googled it, and and now it thinks that that's
8: what they want. You know, child pornography is another big. Big, huge issue. Yes. Good Be- point. Yeah. Because, and so what it is, I guess you can frame it this way. What is the provider's duty to the public to protect the public from adverse content?
1: And, Denise right? and Todd, with AI becoming stronger and stronger, it's going to get worse and worse and worse, or more and more and more. I would dare say, it's just my opinion, but yeah. I would think so. It,
7: it, to me, it's an example of technology that has uh, progressed beyond Society's ability to understand the implications.
8: I think that's exactly what it is. And also, the U.S. Supreme Court's ability to define the essential terms. None of the justices agree with what is knowingly and what is substantially assist. What is substantial assistance? They don't agree with that. You know, it, was it a $100 that you're giving to ISIS? Is that substantial assistance? Or does it have to be $10,000?
1: Here's how it's going to come out. I don't know, but I'll know it when I see it.
8: Oh, yeah. Remember the Supreme Court
1: <laughs> ruling on pornography? And,
7: and, and, that's, and that's where it gets difficult where they don't know, because the history of the Supreme Court, when they're trying to define a term that is not definable, led to decisions like Dred Scott... Led to decisions exactly. like you know what what is viability? Well, tell them what Dred Scott is. So oh, Dred Scott is was the decision about who constitute who is a person for purposes of the Constitution, and it right. was a terrible
8: decision. And also separate but equal.
7: Yes, and, and, that's I mean,
8: another it, concept that came out of that.
7: And the, and then you got other decisions where you know they grappled with. Ideas like fetal viability and – well, what's it, – it's just – oh, my gosh. It, it's, it's scary when you see them grappling with these type of decisions, and I'm curious to see what the opinion is uh, out of the court. I, I want to get to one case because we've been teasing it for three hours. This is the uh, the case out of Arizona where an inmate – who was on death row, had the death penalty overturned, was granted a new trial. And the reason, this gets back to what I always harp on, and we talked about this with the Murdoch case early on, which is prosecutors have to be careful what they say when making arguments and what they're requesting because it can come back to undermine the integrity of The conviction or what they got, in this case here, a guy was convicted of murder, and during the penalty phase, the prosecution kept saying the only way to keep the defendant from ever entering society again is to impose the death penalty, and the Supreme Court said that is absolutely wrong because – they needed to be told under prior decisions. The jury needed to be told that life without possibility of parole means that person will never go back into society, and that unless was they,
1: unless they live in California.
7: Yeah. Well, this was Arizona. Okay.
1: Thank and you. So, oh, and yeah. so
7: <laughs> they didn't say that, and because of that, the guy was granted a, a new trial on the penalty phase.
8: Oh, on the penalty. On the
7: penalty phase. So. And that's really
8: that. rare from yeah. the Supreme Court. It is.
7: But with that. Here we go. Quick you've had,
1: takes. You've had a lot of takes. Now it's time for your quick take, Denise Dirks, if you please.
8: Well, this was my freest show ever. I really had full reign and full ability and no restraints at all on my ability to chide or chastise Todd Koonin.
1: <laughs> and you did it well. Mr. Koonin, what's your quick take?
7: Today? My quick take is don't let Denise fool you. Her sense of humor is right there along with the rest of us. She just hides it better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Something she had denies with a facial expression.
7: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, folks, for joining us. Cal, take us out.
1: All right, folks, thank you for being with us here on Radio Law Talk. Next time, we'll talk about, well, other legal issues, and we'd, we've gotten a couple of calls from you. We'll try to address those next time right here on Radio Law Talk. And that's next Saturday, night to noon Pacific, or whenever and wherever you listen. Thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk today. You found Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
2: On your phone, on your computer, on your terms. Dr. J. Nadine Garcia. She says fallout from COVID has made
0: it tougher for many to manage their weight. Get trusted news and information from USA News.
3: What they are calling one of the largest drug busts in American history has happened at a port in Philadelphia.
0: From usapodcasting.com. Subscribe today. usapodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts.